the Belonging Transforms podcast series. My name is Natalia Oropesa. I am Chief Cybersecurity Officer and Chief Diversity Officer at Siemens AG, and I will be your host today. I am very happy to be bringing you today's podcast episode from the worldwide headquarters of the Volkswagen Group in Wolfsburg, Germany. Our special guests who will be joining me today are Beate Hofer, who is Chief Information Officer, and Elke Heidmüller, who is Head of Diversity for the group. I have invited Beate and Elke to be with us because the topic of today is the role of us big businesses in driving diversity, equity, and inclusion. Not only within our own companies, but also in the wider society. The past year has put an even more intense focus on the issues of social justice and equal opportunity. I believe that we need to have a better world without prejudice and discrimination. And organizations, as big as Siemens and Volkswagen, have a key role to play here. They represent a large slice of society, and if they can commit to drive change, the impact will be far-reaching. So, this is not only what I believe. Let me tell you that Lenovo and Intel conducted a research study last year into diversity and inclusion in the workplace. In this study, they surveyed over 5,000 employees globally. In the US and UK, the workplace is the top sector of society where respondents feel diversity and inclusion are most important. Putting it ahead of schools, universities, the government, and media. In Germany, Brazil, and China, the workplace also ranked highly, coming in second. But what can big businesses like us actually do to live up to this expectation? As Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella says, a company's culture needs to be a microcosm of the world we hope to create outside of the company. And this is a world where everyone, every individual can be their best self where diversity of skin color, gender, religion, and sexual orientation is understood and celebrated. In line with this, companies can increase the representation of particular groups among their workforces and provide more visibility for a larger number of unrepresented individuals. In some countries, businesses can even provide a safer and more inclusive environment for their people than an employee's own society does. And they can enact structural changes, such as pay parity or access to childcare. And that precedes the level of equity we want to see in society as a whole. At Siemens, we want to foster an environment where everyone is empowered to contribute fully and feels a strong sense of belonging. Beyond building this culture across our own business, 
we also want to extend the collaboration across our wider ecosystem, including industry and public sector partners, so that we can truly achieve impact at scale. And that's the reason of me being here with Beate and Elke today. And Beate and Elke, it's lovely to see you both again and to be sitting here together with you with the right distance and the right measures in place. And uh, I am sure our audience would like to hear a little bit more about what you and your role here at Volkswagen before we dive into the today's topics. Beate, would you like to start? Okay, perhaps I introduce myself. Um, my name is Beate, Beate Hofer. Um, I am the CIO of Volkswagen and um, I'm married. I have two children, uh, twins, by the way. Um, they have, uh, or they are 16 years old. Um, I'm right now 30 years with Volkswagen in different positions. I started in business process organization and then had different jobs in the IT area like IT projects, I worked in the data center, I was responsible for application management services, and last but not least, uh, security before I became the CIO of Volkswagen last year. And I worked in different locations of the whole Volkswagen world, not only in Wolfsburg, but also I had a startup experience in Berlin. Um, I worked in Brazil for quite some time, and this is where we met Natalia uh, in Mexico. I also was quite a while. Yeah, I wanted to mention that. Uh, don't, don't forget that we met a long time ago. Very long time ago. The first time in Mexico. And I think uh, the first time, the first thing that I learned from Beate was about mimosas, mixing sect and orange, orange juice. <laughs> Do you remember that one? No. <laughs> <laughs> what shall I say? I can tell you guys, this, this was in fact the first time I met Beate and we were colleagues uh, back then. And then we were also colleagues in the security, not only because she took over security, but also because she was supporting the different efforts that we put together at Volkswagen at that time to increase security. Now, LK, is your turn. Otherwise, I will talk forever about, about our stories. So, LK, please tell us about you. Yes, at first, uh, thanks for having me at this podcast, Natalia. I'm very excited to talk with you. And to our audience, my name is Alke, and I'm head of the group diversity management. And I've been working in this job for more than 10 years. No, I enjoy changing the company in terms of diversity every day, step by step. And before this time, I worked in HR, in the HR department and um, in the sales um, department. In, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Elkind. Now, let me go into our topic of today and let me tell you what have we doing in Siemens with the DEI strategy, so the diversity, equity, and inclusion strategy. And uh, what we have been doing is refreshing the strategy, uh, following the thinking of uh, Satya Nadella. We are not removing what was done in the past, but we have a new uh, global DEI uh, refresh strategy. And now we are now starting to communicate our vision, our priorities, and our roadmap. And uh, this is all under the banner of belonging transforms because we believe that if we can create a culture of belonging 
we can begin to unlock the full potential of our people in a way that is truly transformational. Now, Elke, I look at you and I ask, can you tell us a little bit about the DE&I strategy at Volkswagen, please? Yes, I try. It, it sounds very similar, our challenges at Volkswagen. And in my eyes, our most uh, important strategic pillar is we live diversity. And this is our commitment to diversity, inclusion and also belonging. It is deeply rooted in our strategic vision of creating opportunities for every member of our workplace and Volkswagen family. Uh, but that is just the first step. Inclusion comes next. And from my point of view, we as a company need clear perspectives from a variety of voices. That is very important for our success in the company. And uh, at its core, innovation is the process of making something better, higher in quality or delivered at faster speed, for instance. Um, innovation means providing a better and more rewarding experience for all compared to the alternatives. And in a short sentence, uh, we need a holistic approach to realize this. It's not only the quota for women or it's not only to create a more inclusive environment. We have to work on all these things at the same time. And we need the tone from the top to realize this big, big project. But it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Absolutely. And I especially like that you mentioned innovation, because I think this is a key word, a key aspect for us, both Siemens and Volkswagen. We need to innovate for society. And the only way for us to innovate is unlocking the potential. And therefore, this topic is so relevant for our businesses, our both. Now, I, I am reflecting just as Siemens has recently begun a new chapter, Volkswagen is currently in the midst of a transformation process. Which challenges and which chances do you see and why diversity is key? And this goes to you, Beate. Can you tell us something about that? Yeah, you're right. Uh, we are in the middle of a, of a transformation process from combustion engines to electric engines and from car buyers to service subscribers. And um, this is a huge change for us. And we have to rethink our products. And we also have to rethink our processes. And in fact, diversity really helps in that. Because diverse teams have more innovation power and less blind spots. As a globally operating company, we develop products for international customers. A diverse perspective is key to understand cultural and social differences and needs in the different markets and regions because they are pretty different. And within Group IT, uh, we are very much used to work together in international and interdisciplinary teams. Um, and we always benefited from diversity. So I think diversity always has been a key driver in establishing our global network of software development centers um, in the different locations of Europe. Um, the Americas will join uh, shortly and also Asia. And 
if you know, uh, Natalia, you know this, our data lab in Munich, there we have more than 20 nationalities alone. And um, that helps us really uh, to, to make a, a big step further. Wow. Nice to know about the data lab in Munich. I have been there several times. Very nice one. Thank you, Beate. And, uh, Now I am thinking about the similarities that we have talked about, one about innovation, and I think you touched on that topic uh, as well again, Beate, and then you mentioned as well, yes, in the same way that Siemens is starting with a new chapter, Volkswagen is as well in a transformation process. So now I am thinking, how do you think, Elke, that we us, big corporations, are able to influence culture beyond the workplace? And how important do you think it is for the global brands to speak up for DE&I? Tell me, what do you think? Yes, I think we are a very international company. And so um, our employees work sometimes in Europe, sometimes in Asia, and so on. And so I think diversity and inclusiveness as a knowledge and everybody in our company must know how he can manage it. And I think uh, a key are our leaders. They must be aware how diversity and inclusion works and how they can build and lead uh, international and diverse teams. I think that is, that is very important. Or in other words, it's a business case to live the knowledge about diversity and inclusion in the company. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now, tell me, I mean, the E&I is a complex topic. And uh, we, we know as leaders, and you mentioned that, we, we need to have some key performance indicators, some metrics that can give us transparency whether we are making progress, yes or not. Yes. So can you talk a little bit about what key metrics does Volkswagen use to measure the ENI progress? And where do you feel you have made the most progress? And where do you say you need the most improvement? A long, long question, but I trust that you can give us some light into that. Yes, I try to give a good answer. I tell you, I think um, we, we have the same KPIs as the most of the big companies. Uh, we try to increase our women quotas in the management. And uh, we measure this in Germany and also worldwide. That is one of our key performance indicators in our diversity index. And uh, the other one is that we try to increase the international people in the top management so that we have a more diverse decision teams because of all the reasons we, we talk about, yeah? diversity of perspectives and all this. And also we think about to measure how everybody in the company feels how inclusive we are, we are working together. And we work uh, about uh, this one to implement it in the diversity index and to make a survey we discussed this days. 
But I think the most important thing for me are not the measuring of some dimensions and the proportions in the company. The most important thing to live diversity is for me that everybody in the company is aware of the advantage of diversity and uh, that everybody um, lose the own comfort zone to learn more about other mindsets and yeah, to exchange experiences. I think this learning means that we can build a more inclusive work environment. Perfect. Thank you. Where do you feel you have the biggest progress? Where do you say we are doing very good in Volkswagen? Where do you think? I think I, I said it's not a sprint to build an inclusive workforce. It's a marathon. Mm -hmm. And so I think at this point, the most impressive progress for me at Volkswagen is that the people talk about things and topics They'd never talked about it and that they have different positions and that they are honest to share their um, meaning. And I think that's really new. And I think that is a good starting point to work at every own's mind chip and to work with the own biases everybody has. And to talk about this and to, to bring it in, in motion. I think we started a very good process, but also we have a long way. Yeah, absolutely. We all have a long way. But I want to contribute with that question I did. Where do you see the biggest progress? Because I was myself for 20-something years part of the Volkswagen Group and working with them. And I was very international in Mexico and the U.S. and here in Germany in headquarters positions, in regional positions, you name it. Uh, and, of course, I was Mexican, not speaking perfect German, not speaking perfect English, I felt always accepted and I could develop myself to the person that I am now and contribute to Volkswagen and now contribute to Siemens. So I have to say uh, the environment in Volkswagen was already and has been for the past 20 years that I was here, very international yes. and, and very used to deal with other cultures. So, uh, yeah. I have to say that, and I have to recognize it was very nice working here. So with that, I contribute to that question already. So now let's move. In order for me to, to talk about role models, I am looking at Beate. You cannot see that, but I am looking at Beate now. And uh, when I look at her, I always remember, again, this first time we met, and I remember we were the only women in a table of men talking about business. And that's the reason why I, I asked her, what, what drink are you going to order? And she told me, I am going to order a mimosa. And she, I told her, what is that? Champagne with orange, with orange juice. So you can drink that. You can, you can order that. But it shows how important it is to have an ally, to have someone sitting next to you that can support you uh, and ask those silly questions if you want. And therefore, my question now is on role models. And we know that especially when we are addressing underrepresented groups such as women, I think we are very fortunate to have some strong female role models at both 
Siemens and Volkswagen. And Beate, you are one of them. So uh, you are a female CIO in a male-dominated industry and in a men-dominated topic, IT. So what have been your experiences so far? Tell me about it. Um, how can I answer that? Perhaps, um, I don't know if you know that, I'm a quota woman. I started here in Volkswagen and at that time they wanted to employ a male and a female person. So the quota helped me to come in, in fact, and, and made my way here. Um, I think Volkswagen is a very social company um, anyway, yeah, with a works council. We have a special culture of, of protecting people here. Um, but nevertheless, I felt during the last 30 years here in my career that we have uh, made significant advancements in terms of equality and diversity. Here in Volkswagen, in Wolfsburg, um, and also in the society during the last 30 years, I think. But we need to continue, consequently. Um, and I see the changes in the automotive industry as an opportunity for more diversity. In fact, as the transformation of the automotive industry right now also benefits from diversity, you can talk about this more often or more openly, and it becomes more normal. Because the different perspectives and the new ways of thinking have never been more important. For example, right now merging the digital and the analog world and the new qualifications we need for that and the new competencies. Um, and, and perhaps I have to admit um, that um, also a lot of men help me uh, to develop myself. Yeah? Uh, and this is not a fight uh, woman against men, but we have to be a team and we have to complement each other. Not only male and female points of view, but also other um, gender, age, and you know all the, the different criteria. Yeah, thank you. And I would like to go back to this topic of role model to, with you uh, because I have seen you through the years, not only being a role model that inspired other women to grow, but also coaching women. And maybe you can share with, uh, with us some of the experiences you did and why you did it and uh, how you did it. And what do you think is our responsibility as leaders and as women leaders not to close the door behind us, mm -hmm. right? But to make sure that someone else is there. Um, I, I support women because I think they can benefit from my experience. Um, and I often lacked some role models. Yeah? Um, um, when I was new here, there was only one woman uh, on management level. Um, and I was very much looking at her as well. Um, and that helped me a lot. And this is why I think it's an honor and a duty uh, also to, to help the women here to develop themselves because we will need them all. Yeah, We need their perspective and we need their creativity and innovation. And um, this is why not as a woman, but also as a leader here in the company, um, have to help them uh, creating the right conditions um, and, and uh, bringing them together in teams um, that we um, create the, the safety also for them um, um, and give them the courage to uh, break up the beaten tracks and explore new ways of thinking. 
and um, giving them also the overview of what's possible. Yeah, uh, also in, in terms of formal processes, help them orientate um, in this in this big world. And not only women. In fact, also this is valid for for young fathers. Yeah, uh, um, that uh, everybody is able to combine family and career. Uh, and do not have to decide uh, one or the other. Yeah. And um, perhaps also successful careers have a strong symbolic power for others. Um, this is why I share what I learned. Yeah, I do not want to be a hero, of course, but um, I can share what I learned. And um, I support, uh, for example, here our mentoring program, what we have. Um, yesterday evening we had a session, um, it was a great experience uh, in interchange and um, often um, it helps just to say, yes, please go on, yeah, uh, do not hesitate, just go on. <laughs> Um, and, and that also makes me happy. And, um, and other initiatives, uh, perhaps I have to mention as well, um, the Panda Network I'm supporting. Yeah, uh, we had a session also, I don't know, some months ago um, around Christmas. And uh, this also is very interesting for me, uh, hearing the, uh, the young women, uh, what are their objectives and their points of view, uh, because they are the future. Um, we, have to, we have to listen to them as well. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. And then I, I would like to quote our Maria Ferraro, who, who is the CFO for Siemens Energy. And she, she mentioned one day that there is a special place in health for women that don't help other women. <laughs> I changed that. And now I say there is a special place in heaven for women that help other women. So, <laughs> Beate, I'm sure you will have one. We will meet there. We will meet there again, <laughs> drinking mimosas. I can absolutely confirm this. <laughs> You're a very good speaker also in our young women um, employee experience networks and so on. And um, I think it's, it's very interesting also for us to share the knowledge with the young generation because um, the goals from the women and what I see is that the needs from the women are not so much different from the needs from the young men yeah. right yeah I can, I can i can say a lot of things about that but i will go to satya nadella and what he says about uh culture and he says culture is just a reflection of you and what you do in an organization so what do you think about our role as leaders in driving deni and maybe Either Beate or Elke, if someone wants to respond this, I think we, we touch on that, hearing the people, supporting the people, uh, making sure mm -hmm. they continue, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, diversity is a question of both structures and cultures, and I'm convinced um, that a corporate culture that promotes uh, equality and diversity ultimately benefits all. Um, and we talk a lot about uh, male and female, um, but I also think that um, this international community is very important, uh, working together across the brands um, and also new ways of learning. Yeah? Um, we support yeah, um, the Ecole 42, 42 Wolfsburg. Um, this is a new way of learning, learning from others, yeah? not with certificates, but um, gamification, yeah, you reach the next level um, if you are able to cope with certain problems. And um, this is also um, thinking out of the box. Um, I think this is what's important, uh, thinking out of the box. 
Absolutely. You want to add something, Elke, to our roles as leaders in this topic? I think um, inclusive leadership is needed to implement diversity in the company and to be an attractive um, employer in the future. And so um, less hierarchies, more psychological safety, a constructive failure culture and a sensitivity for a better team fit. A team fit corresponding the challenges of each department. And psychological safety ensures a working environment that includes each employee with its competences and abilities. And this is exactly the diversity of perspective that we need for more creativity and higher innovation. And to add, I think that is exactly what the young people um, expected from us as a company, as an employer. Good. In my introduction, and actually before we jump into the podcast, we were talking about these structural changes that we companies need to do in order to... Yeah, to continue improving in this DEI topic. So, uh, can you talk about how is uh, Volkswagen approaching this these structural problems uh, that need to be changed and fixed? I think we um, analyze our figures of diverse people in the teams very exactly. And so we find out that in every department we have other challenges to create more diversity and inclusiveness in the department. In the tech uh, departments, there we have the problem that we have too few women. And so we have to hire and to motivate more women to work in this field. In other departments, we have challenges to retain the young people, women or men, when they build a family and so on. In, in other departments, oh, we have the challenge of the work environment, that it's not so attractive to work um, uh, in a 60-hour environment and so on. And so I think there are a lot of uh, challenges and they are always different. And we have to have a close look What are the challenges of the special department? Peter Drucker said, the greatest danger in times of turbulence is not the turbulence. It is to act with yesterday's logic. And I think it is right. Yeah, very nice. Beautiful. I have another topic I have to mention. Yeah, you ask about society and what Volkswagen and Siemens could do. And we have uh, one topic where we, in fact, work together um, in terms of IT and artificial intelligence. Um, from the Data Lab in Munich, there's an initiative. Um, Patrick van der Smarkt, uh, is heading that, uh, which is called ETAMI. Yeah? And this is about um, ethics in artificial intelligence because uh, we are going to automize a lot of processes in the future. And if we do not use the right data um, to train the machines, um, they will apply the same biases as we have today in the real world. And uh, this is why we have to pay attention to that. 
um, as you said, yeah, this, these are topics for the future and there we have to think different and not to make the same mistakes as today. So um, this is one of my topics I have to mention here in that context. Um, there we can do things about and I think we need to develop technology that reflects um, the diversity of the society. Absolutely. So that reminds me of one case I read in the newspapers last week that says Amazon suspend sale of face recognition technology. Amazon announced it will extend its uh, ban on police usage of its face recognition software recognition until further notice. So uh, that means police in the U.S. is not going to use this software anymore because it's failing by the recognition of non-white main faces. So, one more reason to say we need DENI to make more business and to support the business. <laughs> so, I am sorry I have to bring this fascinating discussion to a close, but unfortunately, we are running out of time, uh, ladies. Now, closing statement, let's start with you, Beate. I am very happy uh, that you have come here and proposed this, um, this uh, podcast together. Uh, because I think, um, as we, we all agree, that we need the different opinions uh, and the view from the different positions. It's also important to collaborate between companies uh, beyond our company. Uh, we can be even stronger. And we have some uh, strong collaboration topics where we are working together. I mentioned Itami. I also would like to mention the Industrial Cloud Project, where Volkswagen, Siemens and Amazon are working together. Uh, or also, yeah, you know that very well, Natalia, in terms of cybersecurity, yes. the good ones have to <laughs> yeah. stick together. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We are very, very tight together. Elke, your closing yeah. statement. I have nothing to add. I uh, exactly agree. But I think we live diversity in our podcast. And um, I think it was very good. And uh, I enjoyed this uh, experience. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I was fascinated uh, with the conversation. So thank you, Beate, and thank you, Elke. I know how busy you are. And I basically want to summarize what I heard. So number one, I heard this is important for our businesses. We, big companies like Siemens and Volkswagen, we need innovation. And for sure, people can speak up about their ideas and create more innovation if they have this sense of belonging, if they feel they are accepted. This is what I heard first. Second, I heard we, big organizations, in this case Siemens and Volkswagen, we need to cooperate. And the fact that we are sitting here and sharing our best practices, this is already cooperating because for sure we prevent with this inventing the wheel are reinventing the wheel, and, and, and this is something that we cannot afford in, in a topic like this. So we need to share, we need to cooperate together, we big uh, corporations, because in that way we can make our society better. Third and last, our role, we as leaders, we are needed in order to continue improving in diversity, equity, and inclusion. And with that, I want to say thank you. It was really a pleasure to be again here sitting in the stable. Beate, thank you. Thank you, Elke. Thank you, Natalia. Thank you. <laughs> and finally, to all our listeners, please join us 
Let's continue to play our part to build a better world where everyone can belong and thrive. Thank you for listening and until next time, stay safe and well. Goodbye.